This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Farm Bureau thanks Congress for coming through for farmers and ranchers. Replenishing the Commodity Credit Corporation keeps conservation and other farm bill programs on track. Learn more at fb.org. Good afternoon, I'm Ben Nully. The Federal Communications Commission established a $9 billion 5G fund for rural America today. FCC Chairman Ajit Pai says up to $1 billion will be used for precision agriculture. There are some sparsely populated areas of our country where the business case for building up 5G networks simply won't exist with private capital alone. That's why I first proposed last December that we establish a 5G fund for rural America. Instead of looking backwards and connecting rural communities with 4G LTE, we should look to the future and ensure that rural Americans have 5G on an equal footing with their urban counterparts. Commissioners Jessica Rosenworcel and Jeffrey Starks approved the order in part, dissented in part, citing concerns. Before distributing the 5G fund, we do need to gather and analyze new wireless coverage data for the vast majority of the United States. Today's decision tells us to expect that day in 2021 or 2022. Because we are deciding today to make completing that work a precondition to the option, we should be doing everything in our power to make new maps and data available as quickly as possible. Funds will be distributed over a decade and auctions will not begin until granular data collection has been completed in the digital opportunity data collection Phase 1 will provide $8 billion to areas lacking unsubsidized 4G LTE or 5G mobile broadband. Phase 2 will award at least $1 billion to providers who specifically target the deployment of 5G to facilitate precision agriculture technology. Don't forget this Thursday, AgriPulse is hosting a free webinar sponsored by the National Pork Board. It will focus on how pork exports can save your bacon. That webinar takes place from noon to 1 o'clock Eastern Time. Register at agripulse.com. Today's Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Farm Bureau thanks Congress for coming through for farmers and ranchers. Replenishing the Commodity Credit Corporation keeps conservation and other Farm Bill programs on track. Learn more at fb.org. Weather is finally slowing harvest pace after a four-week period where USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey says could not have been better for corn and soybean harvest. That reason alone that we've seen the overall harvest numbers by October 25th get to 72% for corn and 83% for soybeans. But about a week ago, the weather took a sudden turn, colder, snowier, wetter, and that has ground harvest progress to a virtual halt in much of the Midwest. We've actually got an early season snow cover in place across much of the upper Midwest, and quite a bit of rain has shut things down further to the south and east. Rippey says weather conditions look favorable to open up across the upper Midwest over the next week or so. Not much, if any, precipitation, and it's going to warm up this time a week from now. Temperatures will be back above normal across the upper Midwest. So once the snow melts off, I don't think that moisture will around too long. It should um, evaporate off fairly quickly. Soils were relatively dry in the western Corn Belt to begin with before this stormy weather hit. However, it's a different story in the lower Midwest. The remnants of Hurricane Zeta combined with a big storm moving in from the Great Plains could lead to some two to four inch plus rainfall totals over the next uh, several days. As far north as northern Missouri, 
central sections of Illinois and Indiana and northern Ohio. Rippey says specifically the Ohio Valley is looking at a more extended shutdown of field work, and that's a problem with corn harvest progress at only 32% complete. USA Rice Federation and government officials say Archer Daniels Midland Company has sold and shipped its first commercial load of U.S. rice to China. The shipment is 20 metric tons. The shipment of Calrose medium grain was cleared at a Chinese port today and is in the hands of importers, sources tell AgriPulse. USA Rice Chairman Bobby Hanks is pleased to see the first shipment. He says, quote, we hope to see more buyers, both private and government, step forward to purchase U.S. rice. As a reliable supplier with high-quality long, medium, and short grain, the U.S. is well-positioned to help fill some of the import demand in China moving forward, end quote. Read more of Bill Thompson's story as well as the latest agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news at agripulse.com. I'm Ben Nully.